Previously on the Division Three's Finest Podcast. Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans. Next Peyton Manning, Taysom Hill. No. From what I understand, you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get? That's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, you took Sprite Cranberry you took, over. You took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper. I'd rather drink my own piss than cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all, and then, uh, like, those guys, they're always, they look like they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is, do you, do you not have dragons? Yeah, and they I feel like really good. I, I know. <laughs> this is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day, honestly. So, Maya, what do you do now? Yeah, I, I work Jacob. Uh, I'm a professional now, big uh, professional guy. Episode 61 of the Division 3's Finds Podcast is coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode 61 of the Division 3's Finds Podcast. How's everyone doing? Fantastic. As Perfect. always, happy to be here. Always happy to thank you, Shub. I was kind of in the middle of something there. But, no, it's good to be back with you guys, as always. For uh, sure. Something I look forward to every week. So it's good to, to see your shining faces over the Skype interwebs. Shout out, Skype, for the program. Feature sponsor. For sure. So before we get started with today's show, we do have a guest that's going to talk some All-Star Weekend with the regular co-host, Andrew Gillen, the gray, my co-host. Would you like the honors of introducing him real quick? Absolutely. Uh, another notch on his Mount Rushmore belt, Jacob Schubert. How are we doing today? He's dabbing. I couldn't really <laughs> kind of distracted me from giving a, a relatively decent uh, intro. Uh, but that's all you really need to know about him is he was standing over there dabbing, yeah. waiting for me to give him the, the the intro. So, Schub, why don't you, I guess, just, why don't you take it away, man? How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Uh, thank you guys for having me again. Uh, I think this is, what, my 58th appearance something like that yeah you've missed like three or four so yeah the 58 is probably a good guess yeah i know um but yeah I'm about happy, to, so. happy to be back uh, <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> you so uh, before we get to all-star weekend we do have something a little different for you guys today so as y'all know maybe probably not all of you but college baseball is back around the country and while gil and i are happily retired can we say happily um not happily, maybe satisfied. I don't know what the right word is. Yeah, I think content. I, I, I might, I might play in a league. I might play in a league this summer, so I oh, don't wow, know if okay. I can say like happily retired. But yeah, I don't. I'm only playing in the league because it's an old man's league, and I don't have to try as hard. So I guess That's that fair. tells you where I'm at with things. Is it the old man's league we played in? No, no, that would, that would, that was iconic. I would need to bring my game to that. That was so funny. <laughs> So what I was getting at is Jacob Schubert is still in the game that Gil and I are not in, so he's assisting recurring guests and USC Lancaster head coach Nick Calhoun. And recently, you know, whenever we play the occasional Fortnite, Schub's been telling me all these, you know, funny stories that happen, you know, from a day-to-day basis, and it got me thinking, like, you know, this is some good content here. We can get this on the podcast somehow. So I think, you know, we're thinking about turning this into an opening segment, so we're going to try it out today on a trial basis. Uh, we're calling it Coach's Corner, 
and it'll just be Shub telling us his best baseball story from the past week. So, all right, Coach Jacob Schubert, the bald, take it away. All right, so let's set the scene here. Uh, actually, I have two stories this week, so I'm going to set the scene Ooh, for wow. both of them. Um, you know, picture yourself. You're in the middle of the woods. Um, there's a baseball field there. Uh, I'm in, I'm in Whiteville. This. <laughs> I'm in Whiteville, North Carolina, um, playing Southeastern Community College. You know, great guys. Um, nothing great guys. Friends the program. Them. Friends of the uh, show. So my first, both these uh, stories take place in game two. We won game one and game two. Actually, we swept them. Um, so Big time. My, my story takes place in game two. So the first story, guy <sighs> on first base, ground ball up the middle to our shortstop, you know, near the bag. Fields it, fields it cleanly, tries to step on second, doesn't come close, and throws the How first. not close? How like, not close? Like, three, like, like as three. it happened, you were like, oh, my God, he missed it? So, like, so like, as it happens, I'm like, wait, did he touch the bag? And then he throws it, double play. I'm like, okay, okay, he obviously touched the bag then. And then so our set, like, he comes in, our second baseman comes in, and, like, I look at our second baseman, and he's like, nope, he didn't touch it at all. So, like, okay. And, you know, all right, maybe the umpire just missed it. Like, all right, good thing we, you know, we got that call. Because I was like, you know, big situation. So then, you know, I walk out. I'm coaching first base, and I walk out to first big base. Time. And the umpire comes up to me, and he goes, hey, tell your uh, shortstop to step on the bag next time. Oh. <laughs> and like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? Like, why are you telling me this? It's like, what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, like, I will. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, oh, uh, No. Like, so, I mean, I, and then the first baseman's listening in, I mean, like, I'd be outraged if I was them. And I guess, like, he said, like, he goes, yeah, he missed it, but, you know, they didn't say anything, so I just kind of let it happen. You know, it wasn't that big of a situation. Like, could have turned the whole game around, obviously, but, all right, that's fine. Yeah. So, the better story from this past weekend. Kid squares, same game, kid squares around a butt, and we hit him with the pitch. So... He gets first base. We thought he offered at the pitch. We were trying to get the strike called, whatever. He's on first base. All of a sudden, first base umpire, same first base umpire, calls time. And he starts walking down to the home plate. And we're thinking, all right, he's about, he's about to change the call, you know, say it's a strike, say he offered. All of a sudden, he goes, hold up, time. I need somebody to move my car. It's causing a glare to first base, and I can't see. Holy f***. <laughs> and we're all just like, what, like? Yeah, you know, we You're go from thinking me. we go from thinking he's about to change the call and just like make the guy stay in the box and just give it a strike to all of a sudden something I've never seen in baseball. The umpire needs somebody to move his car, and You're I guess wrong. I'm dead serious. I guess he knew some guy there because they moved his car. But yeah, something I've just never seen before. Just you know, hey, I need someone to move my car. There's a glare, and like, the thing was, I was out at first base in the inning before, like there was no glare. So I don't know. That's all. You I was lying? No, I, I don't know. I think maybe it was his excuse for why he couldn't see that the kid offered. Um, oh, I got you. I got you. So, I, I mean, that kind of you know, spins out on that. But, I mean, hey, you know, it happens. Spins out for the – spins out for the – I hate umpires, bro. They might be the worst. My my personal hell is, like, I'm an umpire. And <laughs> I'm umpiring games of just every player's me. Just every player <laughs> is myself. And I have to deal as an umpire with what eighteen me's yelling at me all the time, telling me I suck, bullying me really. <laughs> that's my personal. That's, that's pretty good. Shoot, but I don't think I won't expect any calls <laughs> from future games if you play this team again, or if this guy umpires the same games. 
Well, so we were away, so I don't know if we'll ever see him again because he was in North Carolina. But I mean, he was a nice guy. I pre- I mean, I appreciate him, obviously. You know, kind of gave us that call. But. Yeah. We're huge nice guys guys on the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We're the nicest guys guys of all time. That's what I said. A nice guys podcast. Pro. Anyway, no. I no. said that wrong. Yeah, we're huge nice guys guys. Nice guys guys. Okay, got it. Okay. Write that down. Writing it down. All right, so Chu, thanks again for the stories. Wouldn't expect anything less from a top-tier recurring guest of the show. Good job. This is your debut. Right, thanks. Thank you. And, you know, let's move on to All-Star Weekend before we get to our part with Lanero. So, you know, it was a good, great All-Star Weekend overall, but, you know, let's start with a little controversy and Aaron Gordon losing another dunk contest in dramatic fashion. What were some of your guys' takes on that? And quick question for you guys. Are we officially an anti-Dwayne Wade podcast now? No, uh, no to that. No to that. I'm not personally Shub. You're not. I'll let you go, Shub. Why, why are we anti? Why are you anti? I'm. I'm at home. I'm anti the Wade Wade being a judge in a future dunk contest uh, podcast. Or anti okay. anti anti the Wade Wade being a judge for everything, anything else again in life, because he obviously cannot put away his bias. Because I mean, hey, you know, the guy played for the Heat. And, you know, you give him a 10 on a windmill dunk when the dude can pound basketball and jump out the gym. Windmill. But then my guy Aaron Gordon jumps over Taco Falls, who's 7'5". Come, come on now, Dwayne. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, Dwayne. You rigged it. Damn. So I, just, I'm, I'm see, anti, I just don't see that. I'm anti-Dwayne Wade ever judging anything else again in life. I think that's fair. I mean, I guess the, I could see where someone would say that. I personally don't know if I am on board with that. Um, I do think he should have won, but I don't know, man. This is crazy. I feel like I just can't like justify hating on Dwayne Wade ever. That's just me personally. He's looking too fresh. He's looking too looking too dapper to hate on. But I do think Gordon should have won. So I guess this is really a big conflict for me. So my hot take: If you follow at Worldwide Woe on Twitter, he's a big social media guy for NBA. He just posts NBA content. He did like a five-minute video basically outlining why Dwayne Wade like kind of rigged the dunk contest for Derrick Jones. So basically what they said they planned to do is since Derrick Jones got a 48 after Aaron Gordon's dunk, they wanted the scores to add up to 48, so they tied. So they either have to do one more dunk or the voters would just vote like you know who they thought won the dunk contest overall. But as they're putting the scores up, D Wade like pulls out his earpiece like right away before the scores come out, indicating like he knew the dunk contest was over. But if they're given like a same score, there was no reason for him to take out his earpiece. Like it should have been in for the contest to continue, uh, you know, commenting or whatever. So just from the video, five minute video, it was pretty clear that D Wade was supposed to give a ten for the ad- the scores to add up to forty eight, and said so he gave a nine, meaning Derrick Jones won the dunk contest. So it was pretty <laughs> suspect stuff. Didn't the other two what? Gave, didn't the other two people that gave nines gave the nines previous like to Derrick Jones Jr. like the previous dunk? Uh, it was basically the same scores except for Dwayne Wade decided to just you know change his mind. Right. And it's just it's just stupid. I mean, Dwayne. You know, the fact that people were saying like, oh, hey, give it a tie, it's a tie. Like what? Like, that, no, that every time someone said that, I cringed. I was only sitting there like, what is this? I mean, Aaron Gordon had. Five straight fifties, and they're saying it's a tie. Like no, no, come on now. Right. Well, the Dwayne, 
I need an explanation. And Eric Gordon's dunk should have won outright. It shouldn't have been a tie. Yeah. He dunked over Taco Fall and didn't push off. Yeah, and the, the thing was, like, everyone was like, if he jumps over Taco, he wins. Like, and he, like, so basically, he cleared Taco. Taco put his hands up and caught, basically caught Aaron Gordon. That's not Aaron Gordon's fault. Aaron Gordon cleared him. Yeah. So, like, and then everyone's like, oh, it's over. Like, he won. And then Dwayne Wade's like, nope, nine. Like, that's just, come on now, dude. Come on. And then I think they did, they need to do a better job of judging, the judges, like, because I'm sorry, like, Common should not have been a judge, and the dude who plays in Black Panther should not have been a judge either. I'm fine with Dwayne Wade, even though he rigged it being a judge because he played basketball. Candace Parker played basketball. Scottie Pippen played basketball. Like, but what are they doing there? In all honesty, like, what, what does Common know about dunking a basketball? It's for the ratings, Common, kid. I don't know. Just because Common won the MVP in the Celebrity All-Star Game, which I'm convinced if I played the whole oh, game, I could put up 20 points. Some... Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't even think you could in that, dude. I really don't. Uh, I, I'm 100% convinced. That you could? I'm I'm making up a, like, I'm making a run to play in the Celebrity All-Star Game next year, and I play all all game. I could put up 20 points. I mean, we are getting bigger. Uh, shout out to the listeners, so... Maybe you do have a chance to, to get on there as, as a podcast celebrity. I just want them to like if I do like if I ever did I would never pass like unless like I had like an actual former NBA player like Nate Robinson which why Nate Robinson wasn't shooting as much as he was when they got down fifteen it was beyond me like he just was sh- chucking up fadeaway four pointers like don't come on Nate I'm trying to win this game my, yeah, my, Nate. my guy Stephen A's out here trying to win and you're just you know screwing around. That's what I'm saying. My thing is, I just don't think you're gonna get the minutes to put up twenty. Like, uh, no, I would sign a contract that says I have to play the whole game. Well, I'm sure you're not gonna be able to pull that off. I, no one would give you that contract. No one would put that in front of you to say, "Hey, man, pay, play the whole game." Because no one would want you to play the whole game. I mean, I would. My, fan, my friends that's, and family. That's, would. So that's what I'm saying. Where does the contract that's, come from? My 700 tw- Twitter followers would so. That was a pretty. That was a pretty big flex. That was cool. You don't have sound by that. I probably don't. I don't remember. Nice shoot. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm glad you did that. All right. Um, so last thing we have before we get to Lanero. So this Astro story seems to never come to an end. But let's real quick talk about the All Star game. So new format, a little complicated when it first came out on ESPN. No one really understood it. But it ended up being one of the best all-star games of all time, especially the fourth quarter and the target score really worked out. What were some of you guys' thoughts on the new all-star rules and should they keep it going with the same format going forward? I still don't understand the whole rule format, so I'm going to need you to explain it to me, but I did like it. The gameplay was nice. But I need you to explain to me what the whole target score thing was because I, I didn't get to watch it, so like, I didn't really enjoy it. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so explain this to me. They, it was $100,000 per per quarter on the line. Once the quarter was over, they started a new... Um, yeah, they, they started a new score. Right, exactly. So what happened with the previous score? They just added up to the total at the end. Okay. So once three quarters were over, they added up all the scores from those quarters, and then at the end, whoever scored um, 24 points from the team that had the highest amount of points, like, that was, the, that was the target score, and whoever got to that target score first won the game. The target score is 157, correct? Right. So, did a team start off with, like, so, what, I'm not sure, was a team ahead, or is it tied going into the fourth quarter? A there was t- a team, team ahead. Yeah, Team Giannis oh, okay. was ahead. 
Okay, that makes more sense. I was trying to put it all together. Right. So you got it now, no, I, do, I do like it, and I do like that format because I think it made him play harder, and I like you know renaming the MVP trophy the Kobe Bryant MVP trophy, All Star tro- All Star Game MVP trophy. So, so yeah, no, I like. But you didn't like Dwayne Wade or uh, Dwight Howard doing it though. So what's the difference? I didn't like Dwight Howard doing what? You didn't like him having Kobe on his. Uh, no, I didn't like him. At- Using Kobe as a way to get points in the dunk contest—that's why I didn't like. That's that's a crazy accusation you're throwing around. I mean, I'm just saying. D- does his dunk get a fifty if he doesn't have twenty-four in his chest? I think so. His he just all he did was jump up with a cape and dunk it. Does he get fifty without twenty-four in his chest? Could you have done that, Jacob? Are uh, they foot hoop? Yeah. Okay, that's my point. You would have gotten all eights. He got ten for every foot that he jumped with his cape. All right, so my thoughts on the game was it was, I thought it was a bit overrated. Like, a lot of people loved it on Twitter, and especially the fourth quarter I think was really good, but quarters one through three were still pretty low intensity, relatively. I was maybe, yeah. like, a bit above average, maybe. And I think people just loved this game because, more so because the games in the past have been so bad, is my, you know, spin zone here. Yeah. You're, but you're that was kind of my... That was kind of my thinking on it as well, Ben. Like, I think in general, and just something I noticed, like, no, well, not that I noticed it, but the, like, other players from other, like, leagues were saying, like, you know, you had, like, the, the mostly the NFL, but, you know, you had people saying, like, oh, NFL, like, fixed the Pro Bowl, like, because people were just enjoying the, the uh, All-Star game so much. But, Ben, I think it's definitely partly to do with, like, your, what you were saying, like, they've just been bad. But then, like, also, I think it was just different enough to be, like, entertaining. People love, like, charity, obviously. And then I think really what it was is, like, despite, like, the rule changes, I feel like the All-Star game historically has been, like, the NBA All-Star game is, like, people kind of looked forward to that fourth quarter um, just because, like, people usually stepped it up. And I think... That Ben, I think more than anything, I think that might be the biggest thing that made the other ones stink. Is I feel like, or the past ones stink, is I feel like we didn't necessarily get that kind of competitiveness at the end. Like I'm not expecting an all-out game for four quarters in an all-star game, but it is nice to watch like the ten best players in the world or whatever it is, like right. seriously go at it for even a quarter. And I think that I think that this did a good job of of bringing it back. So I think that's like the biggest reason it did so well. And um, another take I had was I thought Chris Paul looked really good out there. And, you know, I'm not saying that just because I want to get him on the podcast through Spencer Jennings. That's not why I'm saying it. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked young. But also, if we could get him on the podcast, that'd be pretty cool, too. He caught the first move of his career. What do you say, Chu? He caught the first alley-oop of his career. He caught his first alley-oop dunk. Like, he caught it. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Devin Booker had a pretty cool one, too. He's older. You know, obviously. So right. To do it at his age for the first time is pretty impressive. Yeah, shout out Chris Paul for another program. Yeah, he should just come on and just we just stop dancing around it. Right. Him and Charlie Batch, friends of the program. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Charlie, oh. Charlie Batch. We'll bleep I'll both those out. It. I'll say it. You can bleep that out, but I'll say it. That's how I feel. All right. You guys got anything else? Nope. Charlie Batch. Bleep that out too. 
All right, I think that's all we got <laughs> for uh, NBA content. And now some talking baseball and fantasy BS with Josh Lanero. Cue the air Joshua. horn, please. A few moments later. Now join us on the podcast. This is his eighth appearance on the show. He only trails perennial reoccurring guest Jacob the Ball to Schubert. It's going to be tough to catch him, but it's, he definitely belongs on the Mount Rushmore reoccurring guest, Joshua Lanero, the man, the myth, the legend. How's Yo. it going, bud? I had no idea it was eight times. I, I don't know. I don't know anyone to keep a track. That's a lot. Seven, seven times too we, many. We do our research here. Yeah, yeah. It's time fun. Uh, having fun. Just being affiliated with you fellas is an honor. So I'm, uh, I'm speechless. I'm overwhelmed. Hey, I appreciate that. We were supposed to do this last week, but you know, unfortunate timing with right. Jacob Schubert's schedule. I'm gonna blame that personally, but it's all right. Coach Schubert's in the middle of the season. Schub, do you want to apologize to yeah, Lanero real He's quick? Uh, I'm not apologizing. I'm going to take the Astros stance. I'm going to take the Astros stance and apologize to absolutely nobody. <laughs> like Gil said. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, good segue. Let's just start with the Astros. So, you know, we've talked about the scandal and investigation, Great you know, segue. a couple weeks ago in, uh, you know, episode 58. So I don't want to get too deep on that part. But the reason this story just continues to dominate baseball is because of the mind-boggling poor PR of the MLB and the Astros, you know, whether it's Manfred looking like an idiot or Altuve and Bregman giving out terrible apologies, the story just keeps on getting crazier. And we've had several weeks to process this now, but how are you guys feeling about the punishment and the Lee's reaction to all this? Why don't we let our, our lovely guest, Joshua Linero, start off? Cool. I've been, honestly, I've been waiting to talk about this because I, I think I got all the information like, over the past couple weeks. Digital finally. Honestly, my first thought about it was, like, that really sucks for the PR department because they didn't cheat. Like, now their job is to write an apology for, for these guys that cheated. Um, who knows if they actually wrote it? I don't know. I mean, Yeah, I the, true, the true victims here are really the PR. That's a good – that's the spin zone that spin our team should take. That, that's they what they should. should be doing, like – just total deflection off the scandal. Like, what? Look what you look what you guys have yeah. done to us. That's yeah. Awesome. If I worked for, in the in PR department for the Astros, I'd be like, let's just say I got another. I job. think you might just have I'd your end. You There's your pitch. It's like, defending, it's like defending somebody that's completely guilty in 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 the court. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to do that. Nobody wants to write an apology for somebody that completely uh, did something that baseball's never seen. Yeah, so I'm going to go, I guess. So Great transition. Guess, Incredible. Yeah, I mean, no one else is going, so I'll just go. I'll just butt in. Um, Bregman's apology was literally a joke. I mean, it looked like he had something written on his hands or like he was looking off. He was like basically reading off a script because like he would just be like, I am sorry. Look down for a couple seconds. <laughs> to everybody, look down for a few seconds for cheating. And that was literally it, like. That is an awful apology. Like, I mean, Altuve's wasn't any better. Um, and Jim, you know, Jim Crane basically like contradicting himself, saying that it didn't affect the game, and that he didn't say it didn't affect the game. Like, dude, make up your mind. But I think the worst apology of them all was Josh Reddick. Josh Reddick, and it wasn't like live, but Josh Reddick was in like the clubhouse. You know, they were interviewing him, and he was like, he made it almost sound like, why are we upset? Like, yeah, sorry, let's move on about this. Like, yeah, we cheated. Get over it. Like, dude, what do you mean? Why are we upset? Coming from you, Josh Reddick, who had the best season of your career during the 2017 yeah. season. Good research. Like, so I mean, like, it's kind of, Very it's really a joke. Like, they did not, ha- they had months to prepare for this. It's a joke how they handled it. 
I mean, like Carlos Correa had the best, you know, apology, but then he comes out comes out two days later and saying like defending Altuve, you know, he had a bad tattoo. That's yeah, well, yeah. Well, he the the worst one was he was like, you know, Altuve didn't want his shirt ripped off because he had a bad tattoo. Yeah, like, dude, shut, like, shut <laughs> up, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking after I hit a walk off home run off Chapman. Dude, my, my tattoo's yeah. gonna show. Like, yeah, just shut up, dude. <laughs> No, nah, I'm, I'm with you, Shu. I think you, you kind of nailed it. I think I'm, my biggest thing is, I don't know, like, even worse, like, not, I don't think not even worse, but yeah, everything is getting magnified by the fact that they're, like, they're nothing, there's just, every time they open their mouths, like, I just get more upset. Like, they're not saying right things even, like, you kind of have to, with things like these, I guess, like, with sports, with sports scandals, I guess, like, part of it is, like, you have to, like, kind of pay your dues, like, regardless. But, like, they're just not doing that. So it's just getting louder. It's getting worse. It's getting – it's almost like – it's just, like, disrespect. Like, disrespectful almost is how I feel about it. Like, there, there's no – I don't know. I don't feel – and I'm sure this isn't the case, but the way it's been portrayed has been, like, there's no genuine, like – remorse for it i mean like the owner whatever the owner said i think that just like put me over the edge like i know it don't let paterney hear this because when he's around i gotta defend him but right i mean it's kind of they're just saying all the wrong things and it's just aggravating like i'm sitting here like it already is bad enough what you did and you can't even just like get the the basics right like just look at other scandals people just apologize i f***ed up keep it moving we'll beat that you know? up. that's it that's really all you gotta do and right. you're not even doing that The crazy thing is like claiming obviously they cheated but claiming like it didn't have any real impact like that's the that's that's the crazy part that is cheating that is what cheating is right you wouldn't do it if it didn't have an an impact like what would be the reason to cheat then exactly and And, and that's always wondered what those asterisk what you say sorry well and that's yeah Lanier well he said that's what the asterisk pitchers thought and that's another thing well, that's something that's something I've heard brought up. How it's it's almost more telling that he's not saying anything, just because like he is always one to say things about you know other stuff, and then for him not yeah. to 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 be quiet now is just like yeah, it's another bad look. It just kind of all is the same thing. Like it's just not being like owned up to. I think a lot of like, not many people are talking about this. It's kind of, you know, with the start of MLB coming up, like, it's kind of like a new thing being brought out there. But the 2020 All-Star Games in Los Angeles. So, like, if any Astros player makes the All-Star Game, like, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be crazy. Like, like the so the Astros open up with a home series against the Angels, but then they go on the road for the first time, and they go up against the, the Oakland A's. And for people that don't know, Mike Fires, the whistleblower, is on the A's now. So yeah. that, that's going to be interesting, too. So it's going to be a fun season. I, I feel like this is like going to be one of MLB's most exciting season, just because everyone's going to want to see what happens to the Astros when they're on the road. I'm proud of you, Shu. You're, you're really bringing your A game today. I'm proud, personally, as a co-host. <laughs> Say that again, Ben. I said I'm proud of Shu. He's really bringing his A game today. As a co-host, like I'm proud that you know Shu was really coming in his own, developing as a recurring guest. A lot guest. of research. Shu, did you guys have any away games? Recently, yeah. Did we? Yeah, we had a road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, Ben. Right there, he just had time to kill. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Decided to do a little meeting. Hey, whatever it takes. Yeah, more road games. I'll take it. (laughs) 
Bless you, Yeah, hey, can you maybe, next time you do that, maybe, like, go away from your phone? I mean, yeah. that'd be cool. I'm wearing headphones. I'm can, you figure, can you figure it out, please? Figure it out. Where is it? Where is it? All right, so, I mean, another thing we can talk about, so, I mean, obviously, the Astros have done a terrible job, and another reason why it's terrible is, like, they knew they were being investigated. This didn't come as a surprise to anybody. You know, they've, like Shoop said, you know, they've had months and months to prepare, and they haven't done shit. So, you know, that sucks. But, the, I mean, the more upsetting part for me personally is, like, the Astros cheated. Like, they did it. But Manfred, like, kind of, like, defending the Astros and saying, like, they'll be disciplined for, you know, people that pitchers throw at the Astros and, you know, calling the trophy a piece of metal. Uh, you know, here's a quote, an exact quote. The idea of an asterisk or asking for a piece of metal to be brought back to a team seems like a futile act like that's just insane to me that you know the commissioner of baseball is like saying uh-huh. shit like that well okay, right. so He's, uh, oh go ahead go ahead Lenero. Yeah. go go ahead Lenero. uh no shoot go ahead you're 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 brought up you brought the fire today <laughs> so like another thing like with the asterisks and everything you know you think about kind of like sports scandals Let's go back. Let's go in like college football, for example. Like Reggie Bush loses a Heisman, they vacate wins, and it was all because someone bought him a house, not because he knew the plays of like what the defense was running. You know, Notre Dame when they had their academic scandal. Yeah, you can say those kids shouldn't have been playing, but like they had no, they didn't really have a competitive advantage. But the Astros literally had a competitive advantage, knowing what pitch is coming, like. It can easily like. There's probably times where they knew a pitch was coming and then they hit a homer. Like, Hot why take. is that not? Why is that not taken away? Why is that win not vacated? But you know, Reggie Bush gets a house spot for him and he loses everything. It's just kind of like it's just stupid how it's just stupid how it works and like how the Astros aren't banned for the postseason. We're looking at two different. Two different leagues, but like go to professional organizations. Yeah, but can go to professional soccer and what? Manchester City got banned from postseason for two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the Astros got slapped on a fine, thirty million, five too. million dollar fine, even though that's the most they could get. And Jim Crane's gonna make that up probably in spring training. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate, I guess. Uh, it's just like, so we kind of mentioned it, like it's something that has not even been seen really in baseball before. So. To, to have some type of, like, standard punishment or because they did this, then we should do that. Like, you can't even say that because there's nothing to even look at it within your own sport. So, like, I get it. Like, that makes I guess it from those, what do you mean? Because how, now this is the precedent. Figure? Now the next team that does this is just going to be like, all right, we're just going to lose two draft picks. We're going to get slapped well, with a $5 million well, fine. Okay. And we're gonna well, I'm fine. not arguing. Okay, well, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying you can't, like, you, you can't look at other, like, organization, other, like, total organizations, like, governing bodies of sports and say, point to them and say, oh, this is how the MLB should have handled it when the MLB can't even look back at its own, like, handling of things and see what they would have done. So I just don't, like, I just don't think it carries over very well, like, whether or not you agree with this punishment, like, it's never been seen before within the sport. So, like, you can go look, like, so... Then I guess, like, to what I'm saying, like, so you said that team got banned for two years. Do you really think the Astros should have gotten banned from baseball for no, two I'm years in the organization? Banned for so that's postseason, I mean. at least. You get a postseason ban. I mean, you see that in a bunch of other sports, you know. I, I get you. And that's what I mean. That, that gets into a different debate on whether or not, like, the punishment is, like, strong enough. But I guess my all I'm saying is, like, I don't think it's fair to, like, hold them to the same. Like, you can't look at other sports and, like, 
because that's just like a whole different set of precedent and things like that. It's just not a fair comparison, I don't think. I mean, so in my opinion, the main mistakes that Major League Baseball did is, you know, the policy is the maximum fine is $5 million. They should have just broke policy. You know, okay, That's a joke. You, you know, instead of fine them five millions, we're gonna find them fifteen or something. Like just because of that policy, you know, like you said, Gil, this is something new. So why you know, stay with that president? This is something new that's way beyond like the normal cheating. Like they should have just broke that policy, extended the fine. So that was number one thing. Number two is they granted immunity to players for their testimony to talk about the scandal. Like that was obviously a mistake too. Like. No player's punishment for any of this is an absolute joke. So, I mean, I think there's ways that they could have still got players to talk or, I mean, their investigation should have been strong enough without the player's testimony to still make this. So I think that was the second mistake. And then, shoot, I tend to agree, like, maybe banning a team for, like, a year or two is too much. But banning the postseason ban would be something that, you know, it affects legacies like it could destroy legacies if they like win 110 games this year and they can't play in the postseason that's just crushing and i feel like a crushing punishment was justified for something like this yeah no i definitely agree with that i'm not saying give them the death penalty like you know smu i'm like i know people no one on here no one i know i've suggested that but i've heard people on like other shows suggest you know give them the death penalty like are you it's like how you gonna just kill an organization in the baseball like you can't just get rid of a team like, you can't just be like oh you're done like First off, MLB is not going to do that because that's a you know multi-million, you know even billion-dollar you know organization that they're losing. So like yeah, just ban them from the postseason for a year or two, make that hurt even worse. Because if, you know if they come out and win, if they win this year, like it's just going to piss everyone off even more, and right. it's going to make Manfred look even worse. And so I don't know. I feel like first off, Rob Manfred's an idiot. Let me just say get that off my chest right now. He's an idiot. Hot take. <laughs> I really yeah. He's, I he's a moron. Yeah. So. I don't know who's dumber, him or the owner. It's definitely both. Yeah, tough look for the owner. That'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good. Because then, then the owner go. Didn't the owner go on like right after that and say that he didn't say that? Like he. No, yeah, it's he the same said interview. He didn't say it didn't affect the game. Same interview. Yeah, it's like literally twenty minutes later. Yeah. So like in twenty in twenty minutes he decided that you know it went from a. You know, it did not affect the game. Well, I'm not sure. Like, I don't think I said that. Like, yeah, you said it like ten minutes. Ago. No, I think I heard the. I think I heard the audio. He said I didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. In the and same interview. Very, very like like he was like, I didn't say that. Like no, I, I never said that. Like well, what? It's a tough look. Tough look. <laughs> and then Rob Manfred comes out today and apologizes for calling the World Series a piece of metal. Like right there, dude. That just shows me you should never have been the commissioner of baseball to begin with. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Yeah, he's, a, he's a joke. Yeah. Let him know, Shu. You should write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> there has to be tons of PR firms that are just going crazy, just seeing all this, like, such poorly handled. Like, everything Manfred has done from a PR standpoint, not that I'm an expert, but, you know, I'm just a podcaster, but it's been awful. It's been horrendous. I'm the, I'm the public, and I'm telling you right now, he's not relating very great. <laughs> kind of sucks at it. Pretty shitty. I guess uh, last thing I got before we do a fancy BS is uh, AJ Hinch's interview too, where he doesn't directly like deny the buzzers being used. Like he just, you know, kind of refers to the investigation. Oh, they just, you know, they didn't find anything in the investigation. That's That's, another thing that's pretty sketchy too. That's something. And, and what I think is weird about that is because I, I've been noticing that with like, uh, like the players, like uh, uh, or Altuve said that Altuve said the same thing. 
he, they was asked about it like very directly like about that and he he didn't just say no I didn't do it he said that the report didn't find anything that was his answer right there was no like just straight like I did not do that it was like look at the report like they didn't find anything well, this is weird it's odd because when they when they eventually find out that he did use a buzzer on Chapman he can come up and be like hey listen I never said I didn't do it I just said they didn't find anything. So I think yeah, that'll be the last of his worries at that point. <laughs> but no, this is—I mean, AJ Hinch made it worse by interviewing. I mean, just because it was left more uncertainty than there already was, and this is not going away ever. I don't feel like that story will go away for a while. It's because of how they're acting. That's what I'm saying. Like, with things like this, like you have to pay your dues, and like it will go like relatively away. But like, you can't like. They're, you have to start the, the dues process. Like, they're not start. I just saw a tweet. It was basically this guy's tweeting, like, they're looking at some, like, late... I don't even know what game it is. But it's, like, he was wearing an undershirt the whole game. And then, like, the eighth or ninth inning, like, there's a picture of him without the undershirt. Oh, it's the same game with uh, where he said, don't take off my jersey. Yeah. So, like, things like that. He so randomly you have got people, hot. You have people looking that deep just because you got, like, the way they're acting. Like, if they were, like, have been, like, over-the-top apologetic, like, this tweet, I never would have seen this tweet. Like, you wouldn't have seen it. People wouldn't have cared because they, they're, like, still, people still feel like they're trying to prove that the Astros cheated. Right. So, like, the last thing I'm going to say on this, at least, I'll let you guys finish. But, like, this story isn't going away because if Altuve comes out, it's, like, you know, below 300, or just like even Bregman comes out, or Correa comes out, it hits like 180 or 200 to start. Like, all right, that's gonna raise some, you know, concerns. And then, like, what if they just, you know, what if they just don't win? Like, what if they win like 80 games this year? I mean, they shouldn't. They're a very talented team, but like, what if they only win like 80 games? That's gonna raise some concerns. So, like, what if, what if they cheat again at this point? Well, uh, and if they do win, if they do win, it's gonna be like, well, they found another way to beat the system. So like, if they're, it's a lose lose situation. If they you know? do well this year, I'm gonna be so hot. I'm gonna be pissed. Pissed. Unless Paterni asks, and then I'll be really happy. But if anyone else asks, I'm gonna be pissed. Lenaro, you got anything <laughs> else on that? No, I was just, I was just agreeing with all everything you guys are saying. That's funny. It's just something I've, we've never seen. It's I. I'm sure it happens a lot, but they got caught. So. And and that's another kind of angle on things. Like, uh, you know, I feel like we've kind of touched on it, but I'm sure, like, I'm sure there are other, maybe not this exact I'm, thing, but there's got to be some other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it is just <laughs> super interesting. So, Gil, you know that tweet you uh, referenced of the, you know, the undershirt? Yeah. I retweeted it like an hour ago on the Division 3's Fias account, so that's why you're, uh, you're seeing this stuff randomly pop probably, up. That is probably why I saw it. That probably. Is probably why I saw it. But my point, people are taking the time to look into that level right. of like yeah. detail. Like, oh, look, he took off his undershirt. And it's really kind of hard to tell. Like, you really got to look. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of my point is like if they just kind of admitted it, moved on, like – Kept it going, like, hey, we messed up, whatever. Like, no, I'm not saying, like, people would just be happy and forget about it, but, like I said, like, people are almost di- doubling down, like, digging deep. It's just crazy. Yeah. And he did a, a follow-up tweet on that. He asked, like, a you know, another pro, like, if it's normal to go on and off the field with an undershirt for fielding and 
you know, no undershirt for hitting. And he said, no, that's, that's not normal. So pretty, pretty weird stuff. And then another thing like the Correa saying like it was a bad two, Altuve is covering up. And then Altuve said it was because of his wife. It's all just, it's really fishy. You know, there's nothing that can be proven over it, but it's all pretty crazy stuff. Crazy, man. <laughs> all right. You guys got anything else? Nope, no, sure. I'm excited for this fantasy BS. For sure. So I think we're ready. Today's fantasy BS is brought to you by nobody, but you can change that. The podcast is currently at 9,262 listens overall with 60 episodes in the books. That's an average of 154 listeners per show. If you want to get your product or special message out there or pretty much anything, you know, to all the listeners, hit us up on our Twitter at D3's Finest Pod. And we'll get an advertisement going for you guys. All right, today's Fancy BS is sit-down restaurants. We didn't put out a poll this week, but the topic has been you know second place or so the, the past few times we put up poll out. So we figured we'll just go with it. As our guest, Lanero, you'll go first. Gil's got second. I'm going third. And Coach Jacob Schubert will go last. Snake draft, though, so he gets back-to-back. People forget. All right, Lanero, you got the <laughs> first forget. pick here. Great ben Ad- ben great Ad- Appreciate that. Yeah, you you killed that. Seriously, that was smooth. Appreciate that. I'm just saying. I try to tell him every week. He doesn't give anybody a, a chance to applaud him. He tries to just roll right into Fantasy BS. <laughs> just imagine how good. Just imagine how good it'd be if we actually had a sponsor too. Like, be well, that's what I'm getting at. Like, that's why I want to take the time to highlight it because they're really. It's all about the value you get with that ad read. I mean, a smooth, clean ad read. You you can't find that really in a lot of other podcasts. That's just something that we bring to the table that. You know, other people don't have. And I just want to, it needs to be pointed out. Appreciate that. All right, cool. So I was, I was struggling with what this really was, I guess, and then Ben sent me that list. Um, what list? But I, I, uh, you know, just a collusion. Collusion. It's not like that at all. It's that's just a, like examples. Uh, this BS is already <laughs> under process. All right, let's go. Come on. Read off your I, I did my research on my own. I did my research on my own. Right. My, uh, we'll my cut that out. I'm going to go with Texas Roadhouse just for the bond alone. Oh, that is good. Unbelievable. It's a good first pick. Nope. Uh uh-uh. What'd you say? Well, which one? What'd you just pick? What was that? Texas Roadhouse. Oh, sorry. That's what I thought. I gotta make sure I'm checking off my boxes. Um, all right, my turn. I'm gonna go. This one's going number one, just mostly because I'm a big uh, breakfast guy. But I'm gonna go Bob Evans. Ooh, that's a good pick. Oh, you, Ooh, that's okay. a great pick. That's, that's what I'm saying. Shout, shout out, out Ryan Grant. Shout out, Ryan Grant. <laughs> Huge so, shout out. Getting his foot caught. Ryan the Ohio. Oh man, that was that was craziness. All right, I didn't think this was going to be on the board, but I'm going Outback Steakhouse. Number three. Uh, all right, sir. Blooming I, think onion. I, I was worried I wasn't going to get. Uh, I was going to worry I was going to lose Bob Evans. To be honest with you. That's fair. All right, Shoot right. started clapping. He's got back-to-back picks, so I'm a little nervous here. Yes, uh, I'm going to go with Olive Garden, OG. Uh, yeah. Breadsticks and salad to start are the first off. The breadsticks and salad are arguably might be the best thing about Olive Garden, and their meals aren't bad either. Sure. Yeah, Great place. You know, a little pricey though. And then I'm going with Cheesecake Factory for number two. Okay. Okay. Cheesecake Factory's fire. You know, if you want some cheesecake, even if you don't want cheesecake, they have some great meals there. Good it's atmosphere. Great, great people, and they have great bread as well. All right, Tube is on a roll today. I'm gonna. Ben, I w- stop hyping this man up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was oh, going to go with one pick. I'm changing my mind. I'm going with Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. That was another good one. Are you Appreciate a fan that. of the new wings, the new boundless wings? Haven't had them yet. So. 
shows you how much you care about Buffalo Wild Wings. Though. No comment. That's oh, my PR comment. Pandering. Pander. Great comeback, Shu. Killing it. Pander, pander. All right, Gil, you got another peak here. Um, I'm gonna go. This one might be a little more regional, but I almost feel like I need to have like a steakhouse on there. So I'm gonna go Logan's Steakhouse. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I've not. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Hell yeah. Logan's Roadhouse. Sorry, incorrect on my part. Roadhouse, not Steakhouse. Got it. Updated it. Cross Steakout. Thanks, right. man. Leonard, you got back to back takes here. Writing. Thank you. That's right, what cool. I do. Um, not really. I'm pretty sure there are some Ohio and uh, some restaurants in Ohio, but first watch, like for breakfast. Mm. So, cool. I've never good. had it, but I heard it's pretty good. It was on my list. Yeah, it's a, it's a little pricey, but I, I think it's well worth it. It was a little pricey. Should you ever make a trip down here? We'll go to first watch. All right, sounds good. You're not gonna take a trip down here, so that's all right. Yeah, really good. I will. I will. You will. Because I'm busy. Yeah. Busy with uh, being a bad friend. (laughs) Yo, you're up. Another no. Yeah. The The slip ups got lost in the snake. I'm going. I'm going with a classic here, Eaton Park. Love Eaton Park. Ooh. Okay. Is are the cookies at Eaton Park the best thing about it, or is it the food? Oh, I just think I it's think, a combination of the book. I think it's just I think I've, I think I've had this. Is, is it like monkey, like monkey bread? There, am I thinking of the right place? Eaton Park. I think they have that. Maybe that sounds good. I don't think I've had it there though. It's, yeah, it's just kind of like bread. Like I don't know. It's just good. Yeah. My turn now. Yes, sir. BJ's Brew House. Okay. Third final pick. Would you I don't know if you. No, there's one here in Columbus, or well, in Easton, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't gonna pick it actually. I thought it was just, I thought it was just regional again. But shout out friends of the show, Height Trevor Thorne. Uh, they came down to visit, and uh, we went there to eat, oh. and they they, hey. knew, they knew what it was. So. Friends of the program. Okay. Yeah, friends so of the show. For you? Is that what you're saying? They don't listen. Um, and I really don't know if they participate in the polls, so we'll see. I doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right, um, my last pick here, I'm going to go with Cracker Barrel. That's a good oh, That's good. good. It's good. It's, like it's, a, just, it's a shame you didn't get Bob Evans, though, because right. Cracker Barrel. Just Bob, like Evans, Bob Evans might win Gildas poll just because of the Rio Grande factor. Yeah, I mean, it does. Like all the listeners from all the listeners from Rio Grande. All right, so I think I've had some of the some of the. I reach a lot with my third pick, and I'm not afraid to reach again. Um, so oh with my third pick, I'm taking kind of like a regional restaurant. This 100% is regional. Um, Gil might know this. My Cleveland fans will know this. I'm going with a place called Melt. Oh yeah, I know that. And if you don't know what Melt, no is, one else is though, so you're fucked. That's fine. Yeah, that, no. that is a good. It, maybe they'll sponsor us because I'm, you know, hyping them up on this nationally, uh, you know, fan-based podcast. So what Melt is, it's basically, you know, if you love grilled cheese, it's basically anything you want. Basically, and who doesn't, cheese. right? No one who doesn't, doesn't love grilled cheese. So like, what I get, right. I get, I get. It's called the Dude Abides. It's basically a oh. meatball sub within grilled cheese. So it, it does sound fire. And these are huge sandwiches, like gigantic sandwiches. How big? Like How the size of my are? head, the size of my bald ass head, big. And, oh my god! <laughs> and like, I give you a lot of fries. I'm pretty sure you get a pickle on the side. I've been there a couple months because I live in South Carolina. Stop so, like, it! Shout out my my people at Melt. There's one in Easton in Columbus. 
There's a bunch in Cleveland. I think the original one's in Avon. Actually, no, I think the, the original one's in Lakewood, I believe. So, shout out to Melt. Please yeah. sponsor us. I even though I know you don't need to. I have entered here. <laughs> That'd be incredible. All right, uh, do you guys have any honorable mentions? Uh, Red Lobster. Okay. Red Robin. Definitely. Red Robin. Chili's? Are we Chili's Honestly, guys here? I thought Red Lobster was a cop-out pick, so I did not say it. Are we Chili's guys here or nah? Not about that life. No, I mean, I've been, it's good. It's good. I don't know if there's one really that close to me. Like, yeah. It's a little bit out of my way. I was going to say Applebee's. Okay. So IHOP, Similar. IHOP. Good. Yeah, that's a good one. Ooh. Honestly, a sleeper pick that I think it, it's got the most home run factor that we missed out on Waffle House. Ooh. Ooh okay. It is, it is. Like, it could have just crushed or it could have flopped yeah but that's what gets you on the honorable mention list sometimes yeah. i'm honestly i'm surprised you didn't go with Cremani's or quaker steak just because you're a big pittsburgh guy yeah well those both kind of mm. they both kind of suck but i'm surprised right. so right the best but the listeners the listeners would have added me for me so that would have been too easy sure 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 it's a good sure um, i don't really have an honorable mention but i know what i would pick for my worst that would be Golden Corral. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Golden true. Corral. That's a good shout out. Sit down restaurant of all time that, because Lee Carver ruined it for all of us. That is disrespectful. That we did the my Division 3 story, too. Well, that place, <laughs> to be that my place favorite fed place. you for three years, for three weeks, or four years. Four, four no, years. three. Four years. Three for you, four for yeah. us. Yeah. Four years of just wonderful, a week long breakfast paradise. Golden Corral. <laughs> and you're just disrespecting it. But yeah, uh, Ladero, that does lead into your good old Division Three story, Golden Corral. Yeah, that, that's I mean, what I wanted to know? talk about. This is more collusion. This is more collusion. Gail, you 100% know this story, so Ladero, yeah. well, I just didn't know he was gonna. But my thing is, you know he's gonna tell it. I don't know what he's gonna tell, even if I might know it. That's crazy. I just saw him this weekend. and Didn't even get the. That's just crazy. He hear that. Oh, uh, what was I supposed to update you? <laughs> ben didn't ask me until Monday if I wanted to be on the show. I looked up a list for honorable mentions. <laughs> um, David Buster's <laughs> has listed as a sit-down restaurant on this list, so nice. I definitely missed on that one. David Buster's pretty good. I've been once. It doesn't but. count. Well, hey man, I don't make the list. I just I'm just here for honorable mentions. I've never been to cheap. Benny Hanna, but. I think that's up there, Ooh. apparently. Chuck e. I, see, I wish there was just, we were picking specific restaurants. I think if you could have just picked, just in general, a, a hibachi, like a yeah. Japanese steakhouse. Yeah, 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 like a hibachi place. That would have been know, good. Hibachi, hibachi takes it, regardless. Yeah, true. Well, sure, me and Ben were kind of talking there, so. Yeah. That's all right. This was a co host <laughs> conversation. <laughs> co host only. Anyway, tell your fing story already. That's a very <laughs> smooth <laughs> transition. That's we'll a very smooth transition, Jacob Schubert. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, so that concludes our Fantasy BS. Vote on Twitter. Um, ben will post the poll and the graphic uh, showing our picks. Uh, you can vote for me. Uh, it'll just be Gil. It's really easy. I'm usually at the top. Um, I don't know if there's any particular order that our names get entered, but that's what I'm at. I'm usually the first option. Um, but, yeah, it's just vote for me. So expect that uh, tomorrow after you listen to the show. And then now, we're going to let uh, Josh tell his stories. Good segue.
Well, thank you. I was really excited about this when Bennett, when Bennett said this would be the topic of discussion here. Um, I guess, I mean, I do have a story to tell about it, but just in general, the, <laughs> the difference Little between arrow, Little arrow. You might stop you a little bit to help set the scene because that's something we didn't do a good job of last time, giving context okay. to non-Beth listeners. So just apologies in advance. All right, cool. Well, I can I, I can explain the best I can. Uh, no, so basically, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just talking about the difference between like a D three Florida spring break trip and maybe like a D one. I, I know they don't necessarily go to Florida, but you know they travel a lot. Oh, have you played D one? Do you know? No, I'm just assuming, Shu. Oh, I know you're like a big time. Glad you're assuming. I'm glad you're yeah, assuming. a big yeah. douche. Yeah. These kind of Seriously, do you work? Do you work on the show? Yeah, really cut it out. Can you just tell your story, Leno? It's been like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just do me a favor. This whole time while I'm talking, don't say a word. Can't promise that. All right. Cool. So, yeah. I mean, you guys know exactly how bad our Florida trips were. They were. <laughs> The whole experience outside of the condos, which I thought were, like, unbelievable at the time, especially when I was a freshman. I was like, it's crazy, like, especially that pool and the hot tub and everything. Um, so we were spoiled that way, but, like, the bus ride down sucked. Not flying sucked. Um, the food was okay most of the time. Um, I, I didn't think it was that bad besides Golden Corral. So, yeah, that one time we were at Golden Corral, and I think that, I think he was a high schooler. I want to say he was a high schooler. Um, he was in the restroom with like Slaughter and Kellen, I want to say. And his team had already left. His bus was already leaving. So he walks out with us, and like Slaughter and Kellen get on the bus. And this kid's just standing there. And I, I think Carv said like, "Oh, let him on" or whatever. So he went outside, got him, brought him on the bus, and basically gave him like an introduction. And he was like, "Ah, oh, that's that's a Steve. He's from he's from." Selling Stairs High School. Uh, and then I remember Slaughter wa- walking down the aisle and he was like, his name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was just going nuts for this. For, everybody was going nuts for this guy and then like telling Cal- Slaughter. Yeah. This kid probably felt so awkward. I so can't believe, I think it, it, the, the fact that the first, the fact that the team left him is just crazy. That's like you see in the movies and then two the poor poor guy got stuck we weren't the only team there but he got stuck with the bethany bison <laughs> the the bison of bethany west virginia that's the bus yeah. he got stuck on like he could have been on any other any other bus they probably wouldn't have talked to him just let him just pick him up drop him off let him go about his way but here we yeah, are no, but- x years later talking about his goofy ass because we just kind of clowned him for <laughs> for 20 minutes I know, like you, that would never happen. Uh, I mean, it could happen, but it, it's just, it's just so funny. Shout out, Steve. Though, like so many things happen at that Golden Corral, like people doing push-ups and things running through a sprinkler. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. You're playing what are the odds, right? I think you lost. <laughs> yeah, and and everybody just happened to shit their pants after like the second inning. <laughs> <laughs> no no we'll correlation at all. Yeah, we'll be better. <laughs> No, I remember, that, was like, just the, that was just the jitters. But like, back to that story, I remember that kid was like, I remember some someone like ended up looking him up, and he was like a D-end. So he's from like Massachusetts, and he was like a D-end like recruit, like Division One football recruit. Like he was like a pretty like yeah, big time. Was, 
Something like that. Like, he's like, crazy. wasn't even like reading recruiting for baseball, like a big Division One football recruit out of Massachusetts. And then, like, also, like, we get to the field, so, like, we take him to, like, you know, the guy who's, like, running the whole entire, like, I mean, if you want to call it a tournament, it's a tournament, but it wasn't really a tournament. Um, and, like, they're like, yeah, like, his team's playing, like, an hour away. It's, like, not even at the place. Oh, so what? Yeah, so that Are guy. Are you serious? I, think I didn't name, know that. His name, his name Vinny or Vince? I don't remember what his name is, but I remember he had to drive him himself yeah. to, the, like, wherever they played. It was, like, an hour away. That's insane. No way. I did not know yeah. that. No well, if that guy's out there, if Steve's out there listening, I'm so sorry if you go through that. How'd the bus not realize? Shut up. That's he's, crazy. He's definitely listening, bro. He has to be. That's just like the way it works. Like, we'll be bad fate you. decided that we're that he's gonna find our podcast and listen to us. We'll see if we can yeah, tag we'll him. Hopefully, find you guys on Twitter. I, what, some of the guys follow him on Twitter. I'm not sure if we can find that research, but I don't know. We'll contact our state metrics team. On fire today. Yeah, true, Mr. Research. I know I'm not one. I'm not one of the guys that follow him. I know that. I never followed him. I think Schlatter might be one of them. Okay. Well, Schlatter doesn't have Twitter anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, that's why. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd be Schlatter. When, whenever we post episodes on Twitter, like he's the only name that's but not tagged. Zach. Everyone else, but it says just Zach Schlatter spelled out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lanero, you have, thanks again for coming on the show, my guy. We appreciate your time. Eighth yeah. appearance on the podcast. That's huge. So, you know, we hope everything's going well. And yeah. personally, I know I got to take a trip up to Pittsburgh sometime to see all you guys, minus you, because uh, he's yeah, in South absolutely. Carolina. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, man. We know you're a busy guy, bro. So crazy. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Shout out to you. It was, it was, you you were a hoot and a half. I wish everybody listening to this podcast got to see you this weekend. They would have had a much better time, I bet. Well, if hey man, I was just excited to see everybody. Wish you would have been there. And I know I know it's a tough commute for you, but for viewers, like I don't oh, know, no, you're tough all over commute the for me. No, you're just all over the country, so, and I know your private jets. I don't have a schedule. I would assume. Oh my gosh! Well, technically, I made a short appearance at that party because Cav Facetimed me for like five minutes. He brought me <laughs> around oh, the whole party. Oh, he brought me around the whole party. I kind of forgot about that. that was, it was like surreal, yeah, like seeing everyone. It was unbelievable. Like, yep. Yep, like no one FaceTime me. See, see who my real friends are. Co-host well, kind of thing. Shub, you're also the guy who said you wouldn't uh, come make a trip, so <laughs> no. don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's Kate Weezy and we back. The rise to the throne. Envy. Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience. All I got is papers and a lot of haters. Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers.